is it? Oh, hey, it's you. So get ready. It's simple to listen in, to sleep in. I'll be honest with you, my friend. I haven't been feeling quite as chipper as of late. In fact, it's been a bit rough. But you know what? That's okay. Because when you're down, there's nowhere to go but up, right? Even more so, I feel a bit better now that you're here. We're going to jump right into tonight's show, but before we get there, consider leaving a like, comment, or review of the podcast. This will help out tremendously with not only the algorithm, but will warrant much of my appreciation. You know what time it is, don't you? It's time for a good old poem. You've been with me up to this point, so... I feel like I owe you one. Yes, indeed I do. Tonight's poem is one of my own. I wrote this in April of 2021, and it's a poem that resonates with me. One of the biggest reasons I've fallen in deep love with poetry is because there are no wrong answers. Language is expansive. There are millions of ways to command it, mix it up to paint many pictures capturing the imagination of men, women, and children in vivid detail, too. Poetry has the ability to touch even the most guarded of hearts. It's constant. It's fresh. It's forever. So, without further ado, here's a poem I call Two cents. 
for the approval of Founding Fathers, we shed time in a careless orbit, with support many a flower did know, wherever the arms and effort of sunlight did show. Unto history the naked heel and the shimmer, exposed bright, bear to wipe noise and nourish the sight. You're still a winner, and I'm just a freckle past a hair late for dinner, caught in a downtown swing where the rain stood me up yet again. Now, when I wrote this, there was no definitive theme, no goal, no true destination. My aim was to provide an abstract piece following a flow of ideas I had at the time. Nothing more, nothing less. Alike music, poems have a flow to them, not particularly in the way they sound, but the string of images, sounds, things that contribute to the senses. Think of a poem you've read, or one you can recall vividly. You got it? How did it make you feel? Did it give off a special imagery? It's powerful, and if you notice how these ideas chain together, if you pay attention just enough, they... they move us. What means little to one reader may mean the world to another. That's the power. That's the strength, and that's why I enjoy being a poet. Yes, it certainly is. Let's dive in, shall we? It's just another haphazardous account. There once was a man named Craig Captain who lived in a large cabin deep into the woods. He was a big, burly man that worked as a lumberjack to support himself. He wasn't paid too handsomely, but he did live a life of simplicity, and that was enough for him. It was a Sunday morning, his day off, and what he thought would be a bright, sunny day, perfect for fishing in the nearby river, turned out a gray, gloomy scene. Craig could smell a storm brewing in the air through a cracked window in his bedroom. It was a scent very familiar to him and warranted the lumberjack to stay put for the time being. Maybe it would come and go, he thought. Besides, the fish were plentiful and would surely be there when it came time. Nature was the most beautiful thing to him, and he felt blessed to live within arm's reach of it. The area in which he lived was surrounded by trees and fresh herbs all around, 
the smell was pleasant. A fallacious rumor had circulated among the other lumberjacks that spoke of them all being poisonous. Little did they know, Craig was a man of nature, and he knew what was what. He could break a sweat, sometimes going around to harvest these herbs, especially in the warmer months. One time, he even saw a scarecrow in the seemingly boundless environment, and for whatever reason, it offered an undeniably abhorrent stench. Some days, Craig wondered why he became a lumberjack. He used to teach children and even had aspirations of becoming a lawyer, but knew of the immense freedom this lifestyle would bring him. Close to nature, being a lumberjack had its days, but ultimately it was quirky, and Craig enjoyed himself thoroughly. Life in the big city was fun and all, but in nature, he could be present all of the time, be one with his environment. He stepped outside onto the porch with a cup of freshly brewed tea in hand. A thick cloud cover and the smell of rainfall. The smell made Craig think of celery. He looked up to observe the clouds rolling over his head and understood Mother Nature had an important job to do. This meant the trucks could get a wash too. Craig had the uttermost respect for nature and didn't mind the divide between himself and city life. It was almost an hour before 10 a.m. when Craig noticed the first few drops began to fall. It had a calming effect on him, as did his herbal tea. Something was missing, however. The tea tasted great, but he thought, why not modify it with fresh mint leaves and a touch of honey? That ought to spruce things up. Craig had received fresh mint leaves as a gift from one of the other lumberjacks. He had a monkey tattoo on his arm, which prompted his co-workers to nickname him Mono. Although the rain was temporary, he wasn't truly sure of how long it would be until it stopped. Craig returned back inside the cabin and thought of what it would be like to be a carpenter or what it would be like to be inaugurated as president 
or how it would feel to be a kid again with the same knowledge of the world he had today. Life is a very long, spontaneous kind of game, he thought. There was no use fumbling over the past because the present is all we have. He even thought of a gruesome scene from a horror movie he watched nights ago. Thinking aimlessly as he walked over to the refrigerator, he opened it and retrieved some fresh mint, dropping a few leaves inside of his tea and heading back toward the doorway. He leaned against it, looking out to notice aberrant nature of the clouds coming in. They were dark and unusual. Maybe today wouldn't be good for fishing, he thought. With a stir of his tea, he took a sip. It was still early, and he hadn't even made an indent in the day. The storm appeared as if it would last a while. What would he do all day? Watch movies? Maybe a documentary on Jazz Scat. Earlier in the week, Craig paid a visit to the nearby supermarket, where in aisle 10 they sell a special box of buttery popcorn that came in large bags. The more the merrier. He grabbed a big, sturdy bowl from inside the cupboard and set it aside, popping one of the bags into the microwave and turning it on. Amidst the sound of popping kernels, he felt a bit of envy for the animals out in nature, how free they were. He wouldn't soon forsake his location. It was a thing of beauty. The ominous black clouds began to spread throughout the sky above him, but things were all right. Craig had his popcorn and was ready to sit down with a good movie. He picked a good one, too. It was about a teacher at a new school who turned into a flashy superhero. Movies like this one couldn't fail, he thought to himself. He had the next workday marked on his calendar, which was soon. But today was his time to relax. Maybe fishing would be better tomorrow. He took the storm as a sign and went to sit upon the couch as movie time did occur. A relatively short show this week, but it's just another haphazardous account I wanted to share with you. It's about time to say goodnight, my friend. But before we get there, if you enjoy the content and or the sound of my voice, please consider leaving a like 
comment or review of the podcast. That way, I know I'm doing something positive, and we can keep hanging out just like this. Also, if you would, share this podcast with anyone you think could use a buddy in the dark. Someone they can rely on when the nights get a little rocky. Goodbye, my friend. Good night as well. Good night as well.